as promised, second episode of the day. A little more uh, content for you. You're welcome. Hopefully this keeps you keeps you busy while, I don't know, at work or whatever. <laughs> uh, so I just found out you can, well, I didn't just find out. I've known about this. You can send me voicemails. Voicemails. I did quotes. Quotes. Most voicemails. Voice notes. Uh, and let me know if you just want me to stop talking, which you probably won't. Or what you want me to talk about. Also, um, I have been throwing this around in my head. And now I'm going to say it out, out loud, get it out in the ether. It's there. Also, with this, you nor anyone else can take this because I'm saying it now. I, in the future, would like to start a podcast called Truth Serum where me and a buddy or me and someone uh, start drinking. This is not drunk history. We start drinking and we start talking about questions that they must answer. And maybe me too. And because uh, they say that alcohol is, you're, when you're drunk, you tell the truth or some, something like that. Your real person comes out or whatever. Uh, so that's something that I'd like to do because, I mean, all this is me. I don't have anybody that's, that's uh, next to me, although maybe one day I might. Um, I don't have any fucking guests or anything. or So it's a little lonely, just me talking and you hearing my voice, which I've been told is irritating <laughs> from time to time. But uh, unless it's, I do actually have a fan out there or fans, I have had, uh, I think I think it's auto-populating. It makes you feel good to see a one. However, it happens faster and slower, so it might not be, like once I, once I upload um, things. So, anywho, going back to my list of things to speak about, and here we go. Uh, let's talk. Oh, we got to finish the uh, feminism or constitution. Let's see. So we touched on the constitution, the First Amendment. We touched on freedom of religion. And now we're also, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Freedom of speech. Uh, I'm all about it. And like I said, I'm a strict constitutionalist. You got certain people out there like uh, um, fucking Stephen Crowder and others who I, listen, I like Stephen Crowder. I really do. He's from Michigan. His dad played hockey for the University of Michigan. I am a Wolverine fan, to and through. Right at that age when I started, when I when I started understanding about like taking a team and and supporting a team and things of that nature, I was watching the Michigan Notre Dame game. It was snowing outside, um, and I was in uh, Hamburg, Michigan. And that's when I became a fan of the, of the University of Michigan, watching that game. Uh, so anyway, uh, Stephen Crowder and others like him support the First Amendment, certainly, but they also support its limitations, being a call to action. Uh, personally, where I stand, one, this, I, I cannot stand people cherry-picking history. It it bothers me. And not just that, but also looking back 
at history through the lens of today. And because that's dangerous. Not only is it dangerous, and I mean dangerous not as in like you're you're gonna fucking punch me or something, but dangerous is in you can change. You might change laws. You might get others to change laws, like what the liberals are doing today. Liberal, by the way, liberalism is just it's the weakening of the the care the 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 will. The more the, I mean, look at what you when we when we give a kid everything. When you give a kid everything, call, also called spoiling them. It turns them into an asshole because they want for not, and they turn mean. And it's the same thing. When you give somebody the out when they need to be responsible and accountable, all it ever does is make them feel untouchable, and they turn bad. They turn weak. They turn dependent on uh, a liberal mindset or ideology in which it keeps feeding that. So looking back at not using the lens of today, but looking back at, at the late 1700s when they came up with these amendments, like I said before, it's not like they, they spitballed it. It's not like it was a jam sesh. It, this was, it, it was uh, deliberation. It was, it was a lot of time spent arguing and, and getting counter-arguing and, or, or, or yeah, counter-arguing, all the facts, history. These guys were history buffs. I mean, they didn't have TV and electronics and machines and shit like that uh, to keep them busy throughout the day. They, they read and read and read. Books were their, their go-to. And these were guys that were beyond their years. They studied history. And so when they came up with these things, I mean, they just got done fighting a tyrannical government in England. And I'm sure England has something to say about that, but fuck England, they're assholes. Look at the Irish and the Scottish, they can't fucking stand them. You know, you, and, and because they're right next to them and they see how much of a, how, how shitty they really are. People in Canada, I don't know, Australia shouldn't like them, but Australia I think does. Certain parts of South, South, South Africa and Africa, Asia, uh, Jamaica, uh, did I say Canada? You know, these, these places are so far away, even though some, England had done some bad shit to all of these places, um, not so much in colonizing, but just uh, it, the iron rod ruling from the king. that they're not as pissed off as Ireland, Scotland, and as the United States should and, and should still be. England sucked, okay? So they, they, and they just got done beating them, by the way, which was pretty fantastical. England was the superpower of the world. And then you have the Celts, <laughs> the Scottish, or the Irish kick their ass first, or at least fight them back. The Scotland kicks their ass, and then later down the road, United States kicks their ass. So, you have that. So they deliberated, and they took plenty of time to figure out what these amendments should be, what your rights were, and how to, how to, how to defend that, how to... Um, because the Constitution doesn't give you your rights. You must understand that. It recognizes and acknowledges your rights. The Constitution also... I don't know if I've said this before... The Constitution isn't there just to defend your rights after they've been violated. 
The Constitution is there to defend your rights when you enact your rights. Your right to defense. That being violated, i.e., whether it be a police officer or a federal agent or just another person trying to do you harm, which there are plenty of cases of, and you, you doing something to defend your life, yourself, from harm from these people, then the Constitution should be there. It shouldn't be always that, oh, you know, I'm going to let this guy arrest me and then later on, 10 years down the road, because by, by the by, the government has all the time and money in the world to deliberate, not deliberate to, uh, is it deliberate? No. It's uh, to motion for, uh, what is that called? My lawyer hat is not on right now. Not that I'm a lawyer, but I know some. But you keep, it's a motion to essentially pass it off and pass it off and pass it off and pass it off. And this goes on. This is why like uh, cases for defamation and libel and, and that nature takes so long because the people, uh, whether it be like, let's say MSNBC or CNN uh, defames you uh, and you take them to court, it takes forever because they got the money to keep pushing their lawyers to make that motion and make it last forever because then it becomes a war of attrition and they know that most people fall off and there's a much, much smaller settlement, if any at all, afterwards because they'll run you right out of money. They know that it takes you taking a lawyer to go do it and no lawyer's just going to uh, be your lawyer for 10 years for free. Holy shit, all the way from the First Amendment. So, going all the way back, freedom of speech. Um, I, I take that pretty spot on, as I do the majority of the, the Constitution. Back then, let's say in a call to action, right, that they, they had calls to action calls to action back then. Not only that, but they also had, um, I don't want to say gangs, maybe little mobs that a ruler, not a ruler, but that the, the leader of the pack could give an order for somebody to go do something bad. Um, that, where am I going with this? Son of a bitch. I ate too. I'm not on to my second cup of coffee yet, and I'm fucking sweating in here. You know what? Fuck this. I'll do this and this, and all. we're all good. All right, where am I going with this? Um, call to action, freedom of speech. Yeah, no, no, no. They, what I'm saying is they had that back then. It's not as if they didn't have that. They had bad people back in those days. Shit, they may have had even worse people back in those days. Um, who not only made calls to action, but also gave orders to, I don't know, murder rape. Um, So it's not as if they didn't notice that. They didn't know of these things happening. They certainly did. And they still didn't put it in. Into the Constitution is what I'm saying. They didn't say, all right, freedom of speech, except for this. So when it says freedom of speech, I'm going to take it as freedom of speech and allow somebody to say, to, to give an order or call for action. But see, this is where also I'm coming from. I believe in necessary violence. I believe in voluntary violence, too. In space, voluntary violence. 
The state of Washington has a mutual combat law, which I don't understand why the rest of the states in the United States of America don't have that as well. A mutual combat law. That means if two people want to fight, you let them fight. I think that they do need a cop to be present. But then again, I don't think they do. That should be in every single state. And also, let me point this out for you and everybody else. Stop trying to break up fights. Stop it. Let people fight. There is a whole thing about being a man and fighting. And if somebody prevents you from doing it, you actually make it worse. There have been more people who have died in the past 30, 40 years. Yeah, all the way back to the 70s who have died that never got to fight. And what I mean by that is, let's say two guys at a bar were ready to throw down. And then you have the women that scream. Women, stop fucking screaming. God damn it. There is almost nothing more irritating than to watch or be in the middle of an almost fight and women start screaming. God, oh, this blood-curdling scream. It's just like, sit back and enjoy it. Try and stay away from getting hit or being hit by a bottle or something. Just sit back and watch. It's just like watching a movie, okay? People watch boxing matches or, or MMA. I understand that you didn't expect to be in the middle of this shit at this point, but you know what? Just move away. Why are you screaming? What does your scream do? Nothing? So shut up. Quit it. On top of that, Mr. fucking drama queen that likes to be the center of attention and just has to break up the fight, fuck you. What I was getting at earlier is you assholes that break up fucking fights between two people or more that want to fight do nothing but uh, is it stagnate the uh, uh, testosterone. It has to go somewhere. That's energy that has been used and, 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 and morphed into something else and it needs to get out. One way or another, it's gonna. All right? And if you don't allow these two guys to kick the shit out of each other, okay, once one wins, once one is, is incapacitated or, or taps or whatever, okay, now you can split it up. But up until that point, let them go. What, what happens when you do, don't do that? It has, it has oftentimes been the case. Shit, I've, I've seen it. I've heard of it. Were guys going out to their car getting a gun, waiting for the other guy to come out and shooting because they couldn't just fucking fight. I'm not saying it's the cause to all of these cases. Okay, hashtag not all. Which, by the way, social networking is gay as fuck and I do it, but I do it for a reason. And I'm okay with other people doing it for a reason. But besides that, it's a, a women and a gay people thing. Okay, straight dudes that have no reason doing it shouldn't be on social networks. Facebook. I mean, to be honest, nobody should be on it. It is unhealthy as fuck. It is a drama central, okay? It, it is it is a, it's a drama cesspool. All social networks. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's just gay as fuck. Alright? Get away from it. Stop it. And mind you, when I'm saying this is gay or that's queer or whatever and I say it as I do, Understand this, I worked with gay guys for the longest time. I've got a couple of buddies that are gay, and we've always been cool. And in fact, you think I, you think they haven't said it too? Oh my God. So I worked with, I'll get back to the other stuff, but I worked with, let's see, Jerry, 
I feel like both of two of their names were Jerry and one was no, there's one, two, three, there's four. There's four. We were all around the same age. Jerry, J the two Jerry's were the oldest. Was it Jerry? Jerry, Jerry, and then I can't remember the other two. I mean, this was this was over. This was 15 years ago. Um, all good dudes. And in fact, I had one of them that I guess you could consider uh, not sexual assault, but he came on to me in a real weird way. I was I was 19, 35, so yeah, about 16 years ago. Um, he had I was I was a, a host, and he had come up behind me at a restaurant. He'd come up behind me and put his arms around me, and he used to shave his arms, so he had these real prickly fucking arm hairs. Uh, and I mean, he didn't like lunge into my back end. Uh, obviously, I had my clothes on. I was a host, and so did he. But he did that, and I fucking, uh, if you, if you consider what I'm saying, I bucked him back. Like I threw my back into his chest, and I threw my arms up, and I turned around and go, "What the fuck are you doing?" I go, don't ever do that again, you jackass. I'm not fucking gay. So, uh, but I didn't I didn't go out and go, all right, we need to get this guy fired. I think he might have thought that I was going to, too. No, uh, that's it's not even close to enough. Like, and he didn't, he'd never fuck with me again. Not once. And in fact, we kind of laughed it off. You know what I mean? Like, I don't fucking care that you're gay. Go suck dicks. I just don't want to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Not my preference. And in fact, this is the thing, okay? If you want to be gay, fine. Be gay all day long. Well, I, don't, I would rather you not be gay all day long if you're cool because then I want to hang out with you. I just don't want to hang out when you're doing gay shit. It's not my fucking preference. Just as I, was, I would assume that my straight shit isn't your preference and you don't want to be around it. Okay? All right, cool, deal. Fine. When we're not doing my gay, or my gay, my straight stuff, his gay stuff, we're not going to hang out with each other at those points. But when we're not doing that, let's go hang out get a beer, talk, talk shit or whatever, hang out. But if you're talking about Hollywood and the fucking liberal left, no, now you're bad. Now you're bad because it's not your preference. Again, like I keep saying, if you're not gay in Hollywood, you're bad. That's the point that it's getting to. Uh, so, oh yeah, and all of those guys, I mean, we had a guy that loved Pat Benatar. Holy shit, he loved her. And he'd dress up and drag. He's this itty-bitty little fella. However, he was kind of ch chubby, but he was funny. You know, like it was, it was just, and we all laughed at him for how, how much of a flamer he was. And, and they all said it, that motherfucker. In fact, uh, one of them, so one of them was bi. He was into both women and men. Tried sucking my buddy's dick while they were driving and he was drunk. And he tried throwing his head in his lap and he's like, God damn it, would you quit it? <laughs> anyway, uh, but the other ones, they would be like, God, he makes gays, he gives gays a bad name. This is back in the early 2000s, you know, 2000, I'm talking like 2001, 2002, and they, they had a problem with how much of a, of, of a flamer he was. So, uh, but I didn't, I thought it was funny, and we all, I mean, to be honest, we all kind of did, you know, and oh my God, I loved, I loved gay chicks. Oh, uh, especially the bi ones. They, I mean, they were so much... Dude, I used to spend the night with my friend. Her sister was full-on gay and had somehow had two kids. She was bi but had a, had a Mexican boyfriend that I never met. And I would sleep with her in bed with her other friend that I ended up having sex with. 
It was a gay old time, man. It was great. We had a fucking blast, dude. We'd go over and just get drunk as a fucking skunk, dude. We'd, we'd have so much fun. And then I had my hoity-toity fucking English buddy from Yale that would come down from time to time named John. Uh, we used to be friends. And then we got into a political debate. And then he doesn't want to be buddies anymore. This is back in, in George Bush times. And he didn't stick around long enough to know that uh, I changed my stance on George, on Georgie boy. You know, that's too bad. You know, it, I, you gotta, st- you gotta stick with friends long enough to hear like if you guys have a bad fucking disagreement, stick around long enough for them to say they're sorry. You know, to sit, because uh, I certainly would. I tell them right now, you were right, I was wrong about that. You know. But then he got, he tried getting personal about the religion and shit like that. And he's just like, damn, dude, I didn't know you fucking harbored those horrible feelings. But I was still willing to stick around with him. You know, I was still willing to stick it out. Because that's what I, that's what you're supposed to be when you're friends. You're supposed to be loyal. And always come back, no matter what. But some people aren't, aren't built that way, man. And that's sad. So, I'm telling you, learn what loyalty is and be a good friend. Don't, don't fucking... No matter what, no matter if they, fu- oh, you asshole. Yeah, sure, just walk out right in the middle of people driving by at 75 miles per hour, you cunt. That guy wouldn't be a good friend. But, however, I will also add this caveat. Um, get rid of the shitty people in your life. All right? They're, they were never good friends to begin with. If somebody fucks your girl, uh, get rid of her and kick his ass and get him the fuck out. Kick his ass so bad that... He'll never think to do it to another person ever again. You know what I mean? Because um, that's, that is, that's, oh man, that's so bad. Anyway, all the way back to the First Amendment. So, yeah, I'm fine with people. Oh, and this is what I was getting at and why I was saying, like, I believe in necessary violence. I believe in, in voluntary violence where two people want to fight. Absolutely. Mutual combat laws. Fantastic. The reason being, and the reason why I wish this was more of a gray area and why we have too many laws and we need to get rid of them is because let's say there is somebody that calls uh, out fire in the middle of a theater and now it's totally legal to do that because we've gone by my logic and, and what, I, what I want right now. Let's say somebody gets hurt. Well, it should still be an understanding that the guy that called out fire and got that person hurt you can kick the shit out of them right there on the spot. Right? There needs to be a, a, fuck, why can't I think of the name? Account, accountability? I mean, you need to be accountable, certainly, but there needs to be, you need to understand that there is a consequence to your actions. You don't just bumble along and do some bad fucking shit and everything's okie dokie. No, fuck that. You do something bad, you need to pay for it. That's And I wish that we could go back to that. We need to stop putting so much on the police. I've made this argument about the police before, and probably not with you. Um, the police shouldn't have as much power as they do. The police also shouldn't have to enforce as many laws as they do. And on top of that, the police cannot enforce. It is absolutely impossible for the police to enforce the laws that all of the laws that are on the book. On the, on the books, uh, okay? There is not one single person that knows all of the laws of every county, of, of any one county. I'm sorry, let me, let me bring that back. 
There's not a single person that knows all of the laws of one single county in the United States of America. Not one fucking person. Not one. No matter if you have a photographic memory or whatever, there's not one single person. There is a problem with that. That means that we have too many laws. And the reason being is there's so many laws from back in the day that, that aren't uh, applicable to today. They're, 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 they're just out of date and nobody took them off the books. There's still, and there, I got this one actually from Gavin McGinnis. There is still a ice cream, it's like an ice cream law or something in New York. And he's not the only one I've heard this from. I've heard it from other people, but it's, it was a law put on the books back in the 18, early 1800s. And it had to do with um, uh, horse thieves. What would happen is a guy would go and get a, an ice cream cone. And he'd put it in his back pocket and he'd walk right in front of a horse at, that was staged at whatever. And he'd just walk off. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the horse would follow him. And it would be a nice, easy way to get a, get a horse. So they put that law on the books. Uh, do you think you need that in in New York today? No. There are so many fucking laws that are out there that we need to get rid of. How about some more examples? Oh, fuck. I can't think of any. <laughs> I can, uh, but I can tell you this, and why I, I argue that Donald J... John, that John, English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Donald Trump should go down as the, I, I'm I'm iffy to say this because I, I need to study up a little bit more on George Washington and a few others about how great the, the presidents we've had throughout our history. As I've said it before, John F. Kennedy was a cunt up until the end. John F. Kennedy. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm sorry, but man, when you're out fucking around on your wife with numerous women and acting a fool and not really, I mean, just not really taking his his role as the president that seriously, ah, sorry, dude, you're, you're going to get, well, what about Donald Trump? Or Donald Trump? Uh, he did that before he was president. Oh, that should matter. Ah, not really. I don't, ah, listen, if you're not doing, and by the way, it's four years. It's four to eight years. You're telling me you can't you can't keep it in your pants for that long. You can't just do your job. Well, he's really they're really old. No, they're not. They're not really old. I mean, they are, but they don't have to be. The presidency, to be honest, is something that nobody should want. And the people that want it, like want it for power, yeah, don't let them be. Don't don't let them in. Donald Trump had said numerous times throughout history that the only reason he would ever run for president is because he thought he needed to and that he never wanted to. I mean, we're talking Oprah Winfrey, we're talking all sorts of big players in the in the news and daytime TV realm interviewed him and asked him that same question for decades. And that was the same answer he'd give over and over and over. No, I don't really want to, but I guess I'll do it if I feel I need to. That's fucking big, dude. Uh, he should go down, let me get to my point, he should go down as one of the greatest presidents of all time, certainly better than the last four put together. He got us out of TPP, TTIP, the Paris Accord, and we're verging 
on not, I guess we're not getting out of NAFTA, but we're changing NAFTA to actually be a good thing. We'll see. All right. And by the way, don't just trust, don't ever trust the government. Don't ever fucking do it. Question the government's every single move. And that includes Donald Trump. He's surprisingly doing better than I thought he would, but I still don't trust him. I don't know the fucking guy. I've never sat down and smoked weed or drank or fucking made bad mistakes or talked about life with a guy. I don't know him. All right. But as far as I do know of him, he is surprisingly a better president than I ever thought he would be. And I liked him in the beginning. Well, not the beginning. The very beginning, I thought he was a clown. And I was all about Rand Paul because his dad was awesome and super honest. And then he came out to be awesome and super honest. And by the way, he has a set of balls on him, dude, to fucking be able to, to go against your own party because you don't think that something's right. Hell yeah. Give me that guy as a president. But now we got a fighter in there too. Donald Trump is equally as good. He's actually been working with uh, uh, Rand Paul. Poor Rand Paul, too, man. Fucking get jumped because this fucking dickhead didn't like where he was putting the, the fucking tr- uh, the tree trimmings. Also, for a guy in, the, in politics and he takes care of his own yard, I like that. That's a fucking real man. I like him, man. I, th- I really hope he, he becomes president after Donald Trump. I'll be, I'll be okay with that. Um... Where was I going with that? So anyway, he got us out of all those things. And uh, what people don't understand about antitrust laws and things of that nature is you wouldn't ever be able to look up, you wouldn't be able to write a book and have somebody else's name in it, like a real life person or business. You wouldn't be able to use, uh, like have a video on YouTube and use somebody else's likeness or image or name um, or a song or anything like that. And I want to say it might have been retroactive. I, I could be off on that one. But uh, there's, I mean, dude, and even with the Paris Accord, the, there was no solution in the United States of America. And by the way, we're not even close to the fucking top. What were we, top? Uh, you know what, let me, t- let me roll that one back a little bit. Uh, we were in the top 10, but, we, but China and India, and I want to say maybe even Russia, are higher... CO2 emitters than us and we were just going to pay a whole bunch of money China didn't have to fix anything and we weren't going to fix anything the thing about CO2 is plants thrive off of it also all those uh, uh, measurements in throughout history about climate change and global warming uh, especially the ones that uh, Alan, Al, Al Gore was uh, bringing up they were manipulative in the, in the sense that it was the temperature had gone up and then CO2 went up. But he tried making it out as if CO2 went up and then temperature went up. It's a load of shit. Uh, climate change is bullshit. Climate had, the climate has always changed. I'm talking about the, the, the redefining of climate change, much like what the liberal left always does when they try to redefine shit. Privilege or uh, racism or uh, marriage. They always redefine it to fit their narrative, and it's bullshit. It's a lie. Um, so climate change is a load of shit. Look at look at all the claims made by the scientific community who were paid off, and again are not immune to bad people being in their shit. They uh, they made it out as if where was I going with this? Fuck. Oh, all the all the uh, the premonitions, all the prophecies. 
that Al Gore came up with turned out to be wrong and false and, and bullshit. Um, but then he comes out with an inconvenient truth too that didn't even nobody even knew about. Uh, I don't even think it broke. And then what's funny is uh, he's making money off of these movies. Oh, on top of that, yeah, he was he was gonna be. Uh, it, I think it was his company was gonna be the main company to receive all the taxes or uh, uh, the, the uh, high percentage of all the uh, taxes that were out there. There's something along those lines. You'd have to look into it. And uh, I'm running out of steam right now for this podcast when it comes to that. So, anywho, uh, uh, CO2 makes plants thrive. India, last year, planted 180 million trees. The year, and they beat what they had done the year before, which I think was 171 million. So, India is on the right path. They're planting shit in order to suck up all of the CO2 that they're emitting. You know what the United States was going to do? Nothing. Pay money. That's it. But fuck yeah, he got us out of the Paris Accord. It didn't make any sense. And people lost their fucking mind. Or at least the liberal left did. Oh, climate change is the worst, says, says Leonardo DiCaprio, who dumps two tons of it in his private jet on the way out to the fucking stupid thing where he got an award. What a fag. What a fucking cunt. Fuck him. Fuck George Clooney. Fuck LeBron James. Fuck Eminem. And by the way, I'd like to fight Eminem. Tell that piece of shit uh, that he's got somebody out there talking shit about him. What's he going to do? He's going to rap about me, you fag? Why don't you fucking come fight me, faggot? God, I'd love to beat his ass. I think I'm I'm running some kind of a uh, contradiction somewhere in saying that, but I'm fine with that. He's a bitch. He's a punk bitch. I have never, I've never liked Marshall Mathers. I think he is the fucking epitome of a bullshitter. And, uh, God, I'd love to, I'd love to be, I'd love to fight him. I'd want to, if I could fight, uh, anyone of my choosing, it would be this, of, of the hip hop community, because they're fucking joking on Farce. Marshall Mathers first, Jay-Z second, Snoop Dogg third, Curtis Jackson fourth. And Curtis Jackson, just because he did that that racist bullshit about black people being superior, white people being inferior, and all that, I just like to I'd love to shut him up from that that racist bullshit. Um, and it would show the the now Curtis Jackson I think would be an actual fight. The other three I'd just I'd fucking smoke um, because they're all pussies. You know, you got Marshall Mathers, who's never went after anybody that could fight back, with the exception of Whitey Ford, who is the guy that from House of Pain, the rapper there, and that that ended up just being a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of uh, recording studio uh, uh, machismo. Nothing ever ever came from it. Um, and then where am I going with all this? And he's always ever went after women, you know, if we're talking about his wife or his mom or Christina Aguilera. Uh, and then he went after Moby and the Backstreet Boys, like all these people that are not fighters, that are not are not men and tough guys. Nothing. That's who he goes after. And now and now all he ever does is uh, uh, argue with people in a fucking in a, in a recording studio. Um, 
Yeah, bring it, dude. I'd love to fucking fight that. I don't like he'd really fight me, but I'd love to fight that guy. Oh, God, shut him up. That would shut up the whole fucking rap community. That, oh, man. That, wouldn't that, wouldn't that, for all these guys that talk about how great they are, because that's all rap is anymore, fucking talking about how badass and how tough and how great and all this, and then you got a guy that comes out of nowhere and just fucking whoops their ass. Now what are you going to say? Can't rap about it. That ends your career, dude. That ends their whole career. Anywho. So I say all of that using my freedom of speech. See how I came back to that? Thought I forgot. Um, so that's going on. Yeah, I think I'm running out of steam. Anywho, I, uh, like I said, I'm a strict constitutionalist. I, uh, and I, and I would support even, even people that, oh my goodness. Um, even people that are against me, I'd support their, their being able to say it. You know, like I don't, I, I don't want to take away their ability to, to um, say it. Now, there's a difference too. Okay, you saying it from ten feet away from me is is one thing. That's you. That's that's you practicing the freedom of speech. You saying it on a stage, or uh, behind a, a camera or something. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's one thing. You saying it two inches from my face is called, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. It's not about freedom of speech now. Now it's about you have just came into my space and you're looking for a fight. That's no longer your freedom of speech. Now it's a fist fight. Which is why I don't under, and, and it's partially why I don't just go to all these fucking, these rallies. However, I wouldn't mind it. Meeting up with the Proud Boys and going out and fucking throwing down with the with the liberal lefties um or not not the liberal lefties let me take that back the antifa who go out with the intention of hurting people it's not even the uh the intention of having a debate and then you know turning into an argument on accident and then fighting no 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 no. they're coming out to uh to hurt people you know they come out with fucking weapons dude now having a weapon to defend yourself is one thing having having this constantly happen and then come out with and I, what I mean by a weapon to defend yourself is obviously the Second Amendment, of which I, I stand by. But coming out with the purpose of hurting people, texting it or not texting it, uh, putting it on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, like that one porn star chick did. I'm gonna scalp some Nazis today, um, and then you went out with weapons and she got her ass fucking handed to her. I listen. I don't like seeing a, a guy hit a girl. Uh, either, but, oh man, I'm sorry, dude. You put yourself in that position and I'm not sorry. You put yourself in that position. You gave every indication that you were trying to hurt somebody and you got touched. Man, you almost want that to happen to all people, all, all, all bad people is what I mean, who sit out and they've never been touched before. And what I mean by that is they've never, they've never been in a situation where they've had to fight, which uh, this might actually be the um, uh, topic for another uh, podcast. I don't think that you should be in politics if you've never been in an actual fist fight. Because especially the president, holy shit, or the Senate or the Congress, you're talking about confrontation all the time. 
Kamala Harris is such a, I mean, this, this woman constantly posts on Twitter. And I mean the most outrageous, crazy shit. Now, given I, I, I support her ability to do so. But she, as well as the Senate, the House, or the President, can be responsible, i.e. voting, for going to war. Do you know how scary war is? Now, I've never been in a war. I know that if need be, I'd go to war. If need be, if somebody showed up to my house wanting to fucking kill my family, I'd kill them or die trying. I know that. I know I have been in a couple real bad spots. Um, but I've never been to war. However, I have been in a fist fight, and I know what it's like. The back of your throat gets real cold. You're taking hits to the face. It doesn't feel good. You're getting over this, this, uh, your, your adrenaline that's pumping in. Um, God damn it, I can't think of the, the fight or flight system. Is it adrenaline? It's not adrenaline. Uh, fuck, whatever that is. You're getting over wanting to run away and, and having this almost paralyzing fear. You're getting over that in order to throw a punch back. And, and then repeatedly doing it. And now getting into thinking, okay, well, how do I, what do I do here? Do I, I got I to gotta sprawl or I got to get down and I got to grab a leg and I got to pull and push and throw him down, use my hips, get on top of him. Okay, now I've got his arm. I can, I, can, uh, I can go for a triangle or I can go, you know what I mean? So you have all of these different steps that you go through in a fist fight that you got to get over. It's fucking scary. And it's almost no matter who it is, I've really only come across a very few amount of people that I wasn't afraid to fight that I had to fight. You know, all, almost all fights, especially fights between a guy, you and another dude that are about the same size or he's, which I've always really fought guys that are always bigger than me. So it's always been scary, especially when they fucking hit you and they got all that weight behind them. Holy shit. Talk about jarring. You're, it feels like your whole head just went through a uh, uh, an earthquake. Um, but these people haven't is what I'm getting at. They've never been through that. So how in the fuck do you want to give them the ability to vote on going for a war and they're already pushing for it? You know what I mean? Uh, Hillary Clinton has uh, never been in a fist fight. Why the fuck would you want to allow her to lead our army into, at any given point, she can send, I think it's 125,000 troops Anywhere in the world. No thanks. The bitch has never been in a fist fight. You know? And it's not to say that women can't be in fist fights. I don't want to see that. I'm not a big fan of cat fights. I think that women fighting is ridiculous. And that's personally on me. That's me. That's my opinion. Right? You want to go fight another girl that's talking shit? I get it. Shit, my sister has been in numerous fights. My oldest is not. The one below her has been in the fucking... Numerous fits, and she will fight at a drop of a hat, dude. She is, she's more, I'd say more of a fighter than I am. I feel like she might have been in more fights than I have, but I don't know. Um, they, and, and mind you, Kamala Harris wants to, wants to limit the, her opposition's rights. Um, however, I still want to give her the platform, or not the platform, but the, not not just give her the platform. If she's already got it, she's got it, whatever. I, uh, But I want there to be a voice there that can argue against it. 
you know, freedom of speech, man. She wants to take it away. I, I wanted to give it to more people. I feel like I'm really uh, going around the drain right now. I'm, I'm running out of, of steam. Also because I'm where I need to be, and now i got to go. Um, so let's see. First Amendment, freedom of speech, I'm all about. Here, let me bring out my handy-dandy motherfucking Constitution. Pocket Constitution right here, motherfucker. Let's see, it's articles, article, article, articles. Just hold on a second here. Uh, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Awesome. Or abridging the freedom of speech or the press. And by the way, the press doesn't just mean the the CNN. And it doesn't just mean MSNBC. Uh, The president has, in fact, opened the, um, shit, what's it called? Opened the, the press briefing area, not briefing area, but the press area to more press. He's not, just because he shits on CNN, he doesn't hate the press. He doesn't like them. He doesn't like CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC. Why? Because they, from day one, before he ever started in on them, were talking shit about him. They were calling him a racist for ever questioning uh, Barack Obama's birth certificate, which you should. Again, don't ever trust trust politics, and especially if you're not going to question a guy who whose name sounds like the people that just fucking attacks attacked us. Let me let me put this in perspective like this, okay? If the Irish Catholics uh, had had committed um, 9-11, if they had flown on planes and flown them into the buildings and all that and said that they were going to come and attack us, and the next election cycle, there was a guy by the name of John O'Brien running for office because the IRA, I'm sorry, not because the IRA, but uh, uh, the IRA committed all this, right? The Irish Catholics, the IRA. And now you have John O'Brien, who is a Catholic, who's running. Or, oh, you know what? Now we got to take that one back. Not the, not the Catholic. But let's say he's a Protestant. Fuck it. Um, like Barack Obama said. Barack Obama said he was a Protestant uh, Christian, which he is not. Um, if you don't question that, you're an idiot. You are too fucking stupid for your own good. If you don't question that, okay, maybe we shouldn't be putting in John O'Brien... Because, uh, I don't know, we just got attacked by the IRA and they're still pretty fucking prevalent over there. You're a moron. So if, if when Barack Obama came in, who, by the way, turned out to be as shitty a president as you can get, uh, also George Bush Jr. And then, not only, so the moment, by the way, there's numerous jobs out there that ask for a birth certificate or a social security number. Uh, when we call for his birth certificate and it takes him six months to produce it, uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call bullshit on that one. I know right where all of my information is. Right now, I know, let's see, it takes me about, let's say an hour to get home, okay? It takes me another five minutes. Uh, you know, it, it, it'll take me five minutes to find it, but then I got to tell my wife what I'm doing if I haven't already talked to her on the phone. I got to kiss my kids, tell them that I'll be right back. So let's give me about 20 minutes to do that and another hour to get back here, give or take a little bit for, um, for traffic. So let's say, let's say, give me three hours just in case. 
I'll be back here with my fucking birth certificate. Especially for the fucking president of the United States of America. Holy shit. Hey, any, any chance you can just text me a picture of it real quick to, to pacify these people until I can, until the next, uh, the next day or two for me to get home, grab it, and bring it back? What the fuck? Why would it take six months? Suck a dick. Uh, and, and he's not helping us by not getting it to us as fast as possible. The fastest way he could have he made uh, uh, Donald Trump and all the other truthers look stupid as fuck is to get it to us right away. Instead, he takes forever. All of a sudden, this, oh, it's racist to even ask that bullshit. And by the way, he, nobody knew who he was. Uh, before Oprah Winfrey opened her mouth about it. He was a fucking junior senator, shitty at that, voted for infanticide three separate times before he ever started running. Uh, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble. All for that, yeah, peaceably assemble, fantastic. Uh, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment religion. Okay, good. Or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Deal. Deal. I mean, that's pretty fucking straightforward. Who would be against that? So, we've touched on the First Amendment. Abridging the freedom of speech. Yeah. Abridging the freedom of speech. It doesn't say anything in there about a call to action. You know what I mean? It doesn't say that. I understand the dangers of it. Fuck's sake. I understand the dangers of lying. But it doesn't, we don't have an amendment against that. Anyway, there's, there's my two cents. So it's a little prickly because, uh, well, I, I don't know, hungry or I know that I have to be somewhere right now. Anywho, maybe I can make more sense of it next time. Uh, be accountable, be responsible, and just... Don't be liberal, man. I mean, if you are, I'd listen. You know what? Leave me a message. Tell me what you think about it. All right? Maybe we can do it back and forth, and I can even put it on here. Uh, tell me where I'm wrong. Listen, I'm not saying that I'm not... I have a hard time sometimes articulating, verbally articulating, what it is I'm trying to explain. All right? If you don't like it, fine. Tell me. And, uh, and we can go on from there. But um, and maybe even, like I said, do something later. Uh, where we include you. Anywho, um, yeah, do those things. Be accountable, be responsible, don't be liberal.